Alhamdulillah 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 Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruhu wa nu'minu bihi wa natawakkalu alayh wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'malina may yahdihillahu fala mudilla lahu may yudlilhu fala hadiya lahu wa nashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa nashhadu anna muhammadan 'abduhu wa rasuluhu فصلى الله عليه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فنعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم فقال الله تعالى في القرآن الكريم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اصبروا واصبروا ورابطوا واتقوا الله لعلكم تفلحون صدق الله العظيم my beloved brothers and sisters, we praise Allah, we thank Allah, we praise, we thank, we lovingly appreciate Allah, and thus we say, Alhamdulillah. Nahmaduhu, we praise, we thank, we lovingly appreciate Him. Wanasta'inuhu, we seek His help. Wanasta'afiruhu, we seek His forgiveness. We believe in Him and we trust and rely upon Him. And we seek refuge with Allah from the wrong within ourselves and the wrong actions in our actions. And whomever Allah guides, none can misguide. And whomever Allah lets astray, none can guide. And we bear witness that there is no ilah but Allah. There is no master but Allah. We are servants to none but Allah. There is no God but Allah. And we seek from Allah to shower his blessings upon his servant and messenger. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And many more and many more. Kathiran kathira. And my beloved brothers and sisters, especially those of you who will no longer be hearing khutbahs from me after today, I remind you of the same question I ask in every single khutbah. And that is for you and I to ask ourselves, what is changing? Especially on a day like today, compare yourselves, graduates, with the year when it began back in August. Or compare yourself when you first entered this campus as first years or as transfers and ask yourself what has changed. What has changed in our world? What has changed in your relationships? And what has changed in our hearts? We have the ongoing situations, whether we speak of Palestine or Kashmir or Syria or Somalia or the Sudan, or what is happening in places like Pakistan and India. And what is the simplest reminder at the very, very least? You and I know, my beloved brothers and sisters, that people keep getting called back to Allah to begin their inevitable judgment. And think about that anytime you hear the death of any of our loved ones, that we are being reminded that we will be returning to our Creator okay, for that inevitability. And then bring it closer to home what is happening in our society. So much has happened politically in the past four years or so, and I have to say that unfortunately, I don't know where you and I will be a year from now. Now I've been saying that for the past six months. And inshallah, Allah Ta'ala will have mercy upon us and upon our society. But the reminder is that you and I are guaranteed to be hit with struggle, whether it's coming through the political scene, whether it's coming through illness, whether it's coming through loss of wealth, loss of life, loss of or increase of fear. That is a guarantee. And the other guarantee is that you and I will never be hit with anything that we cannot handle. And sometimes that is something that you and I have to remind ourselves about. But bring it closer to home. Look at your relationships. 
We are here today with our families, and this is a day of celebration, and it's strange that Friday is our Eid. Every Friday we should be happy, and graduation is happening on a Friday, and it should be our Eid. And I have to remind ourselves that even a smile is sadaqah, because when I'm standing here, it doesn't look like we're here for an Eid. It doesn't look like we're here for a graduation. And you can give your imam some sadaqah right now. Inshallah at some point. But my beloved brothers and sisters, <coughs> taking this a step further, look at the condition of Iman in your heart. Compare today with last August. Compare today with August of when you first came on to this campus. Or with Ramadan coming only two weeks away, compare what is the state of your Iman now with what you want it to be is all of the students in this room can confirm every single khutbah. I'm reminding ourselves that we should be able to look at ourselves a year from now. In 2018, we should be able to look at ourselves today and say, yes, I have improved on my relationship with Allah in this category, in that category, in that category. That perhaps I've improved on my relationship with Allah in my prayers that I've improved upon my relationship with Allah and the quality of my prayers, that I've improved in my sadaqah, I have improved even in my fasting, and I've especially improved in the way I conduct myself with my family, in the way I conduct myself with my friends, and with the integrity with which I walk. Because you and I may not have control over what is happening overseas, you and I may not have control over what is happening politically in our society, but you and I do have control over what we are doing with ourselves. And remember that day after day, what is it that is changing about myself? And what is it that's changing about yourself? Because you and I know that the Prophet wasallam said that he did not come here, I did not come here except to perfect character. And I want us to especially focus on this point, that when your classmates were looking at you, were they thinking of someone with integrity of character? When your non-Muslim and Muslim friends were looking at you, were they seeing someone of integrity? Because we speak today about Muslim identity, that often when we see ourselves in the press, we are seen as exotic, we are seen as foreigners, and as you and I know, we are also seen as a threat to society. But for you and I to take control of our narrative, my respectful suggestion is that we should make ourselves be a people of character. We don't have to advertise that we are a people of truth. We have to live that. And so, so many of us will be moving on from Loyola onto professional schools, onto graduate schools, onto other work, and onto other family endeavors. If there's one thing that you and I have to offer beyond the beauty of the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, beyond the beauty of our revelation, beyond the beauty of our tradition, beyond the beauty of many of our back home and indigenous cultures, it should be the beauty of character. It should be a beauty of character in every single thing we do. And part of character includes what? This is an ayat al-birr, this is near the middle, a little bit past the middle of Surah al-Baqarah. That what is, what are the elements of character? Number one, belief. Number two, giving. And number three, discipline. Number one, belief that you and I are coming as people who are believers in Allah, who are followers 
of the Millah of Ibrahim, the way of Ibrahim alayhi salam, that you and I are followers of the Sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And that on its own is both a very large burden, but as you and I know, it's a very large blessing. That we have been given, some of us by birth and a few of us by choice, we've been given this beauty in our hearts, that if we could share it with other people, anyone of sense would actually take it. But not only is it belief, belief is what informs our intentions, and what else is part of character? Giving. And so most of you, of course, are pre-meds, and so your career is one of service, mashallah, and so make your whole disposition to be one of giving and giving and giving. What is the sunnah of scholars in our tradition? The sunnah of scholars in our tradition is the sunnah of the sun. And what does the sun do? It brings light. It brings warmth. It brings nourishment. And that, my beloved students, is what I am obliging you to do with the people around you in this room and the people that you cross in life, in your various endeavors. Be a person of giving and giving and giving. And that's what I've said to you many times. That's how you pay me back, by paying it forward. Be a person in your whole disposition, one of giving. But that will only be successful if you can be a person of love. Right? That is the sunnah of our Prophet ﷺ. Why did the Sahaba not want to leave him when the rest were going to Abyssinia? to avoid the torture, to be in the protection of this just Christian king. Some did not want to leave the company of the Prophet ﷺ, even if it meant dealing with torture. That happens when you have love. When you are driven by love, then you have this unending supply of fuel. And so be that way, and a way to help develop even that love today is to the students, be thankful to your parents, be thankful to your family members. Every one of us knows how much torture we've given our family members. I am the king of giving torture to my family members, and may them forgive me. But each and every one of you, make sure you're thankful to your parents today. But to the parents, I urge you to express your love to your child. Tell your child today that I'm proud of you. Tell your child today how impressed you are by them. Because you and I know, as parents, speaking as a fellow parent, we will do anything for our children. We'll break our backs if it'll make our children's lives even slightly easier. And so they know that we love them. They've seen it for the entirety of their lives, but they still need to hear it. Because you and I know this is a visual culture. This is an auditory culture. They need to even hear from you. I'm proud of you. You're important to me. I love you. And so that is what I'm urging all the parents in this room to do for all the children. And you can't stop and say, yeah, they know they love, that I love them. No, they need to hear it. Because they also do come to my office. And so many of the students come with questions. And so many students come with broken hearts. And you as parents have trusted and trusted your children to me to figure out how to heal some of those broken hearts. And what I'm telling you, speaking to all of us as parents, one thing that cures so many broken hearts in young people is just to hear validation from their parents. And this is the perfect day to do that. There's no better day than today 
to do that. So you will hug them, you will kiss them, and tell them how proud you are of them. But then taking this point a step further to our beloved students, I've said this to you many, many, many times, that you are our best and brightest, mashallah. Okay? And I'm very proud of each and every one of you myself. And it's been a joy to watch each and every one of you grow. Some of you, I didn't think you'd make it here. Mashallah, you did. But the point is, I'm very proud of each and every one of you. It's been a joy in my life to spend time with each and every one of you and watching your development, watching your formation. But when we look at your future, okay, you and I know, as mentioned again and again, that you will be hit with struggle. You will be hit with struggle in places where you do not want to be hit. That's why we call it a test. And you will also, inshallah, be blessed with ease. Just like the moment that we're sitting here. And then how do we pass the test of struggle? A simple reminder, something we've been saying over and over again for the past few years. How do you pass this test of struggle? You persevere through and you always keep a good impression of Allah. Remember, what you think of Allah is in your control. And the Hadith Qudsi, where the Prophet, peace be upon him, is saying that Allah is saying that I am what my servant thinks of me. So always, 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 if you have to make yourself do it, always, always keep a good impression of Allah. And if you can keep a good impression of Allah in your heart, you will see the good around you. If you see Allah as punisher, if you see Allah as a'udhu billah weak, if you see Allah as a'udhu billah absent, then that is what you're going to see in the world around you. But I'm saying that especially because we don't know what's ahead of us. But you will be hit with struggle, and inshallah you will pass. And what else happens? You and I know when you're hit with struggle, sins are dropped away from you like leaves falling from a tree. And then also when you are hit with struggle, you say, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajibun. From Allah are we, and to him is the return. And we'll return back to this point in just a moment, inshallah. And remember how to pass the test of ease. Make sure you're grateful. I mean, why is it that in Surah Luqman, Surah 31, when Allah Ta'ala is speaking about Luqman alayhi salam, that Allah Ta'ala is saying, we gave him wisdom, and where did that lead him? It led him to shukr. It led him to gratitude. That one of the most core wisdoms you could have in your life is to have gratitude. And what is the promise? from Allah, that if you have gratitude, he will give you more. You and I know this. I'm saying this as a respectful reminder because when you're hit with struggle, it's easy to forget all the wonderful things that have happened. I mean, it's funny some of the struggles some of our students have had. Some of the struggles are not funny, but some of them are. I have to decide between this med school and that med school, what am I going to do? And I have to remind the student you're choosing between a Lexus and a Mercedes. This is, this is not something that, to make you, that should make you fall apart. Okay? Be grateful for what you have. Okay? And then, of course, what are the other two tests? Struggle, ease, and then the other two tests are, of course, obedience. Make it your goal that each year you can look at yourself and say, I have improved upon my obedience in this category, in this category, in this category. This is a promise I made to myself some 20 years ago that every year I want to be able to say that I've done more and better in my service to Allah. And I'm encouraging you to make that promise for yourself. 
And then some years I found myself thinking, how could I do more? And then Allah opens doors, making it look like the previous year was nothing. Okay. So make that your goal, especially because, as the reminder, we all have that one destination on the other side. And the fourth test, which all of us will be hit with, the first one is, is struggle, the second one is ease, the third one is obedience, and the fourth test, of course, is when you have to make those difficult decisions in life. You will have those moments. Do I go left or do I go right? And sometimes all the options seem like bad options. Or sometimes all the options are good. And so then you make the istikhara prayer. You're seeking good from Allah and you make the best choice you can, and sometimes those choices will be mistakes. And you learn to forgive, and you learn to forgive yourself. So bringing us back to this point about love and about service, also, not only in your heart should you have gratitude and develop gratitude, really develop a disposition of forgiveness. The Prophet ﷺ warns us, don't get caught up in these little fightings, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, because entire nations have broken down because of what began as small squabbles. Put it in your heart to be forgiveness, to be forgiving. And you will find your heart getting clean. In one of the films we watch in one of my classes, what do they say about forgiveness? Forgiveness is the seeking of a miracle. When someone does something wrong to you, can you be forgiving to them? Okay. And if you can, you're erasing that space from your memory, from your heart, and you will become lighter. Okay. So gratitude, forgiveness, and then keep having this disposition of giving. And then on top of that, you and I know from Loyola education, this Jesuit education, what do we focus so much on? Finding God in all things, this is what the Jesuits say. And working towards social justice, this is what the Jesuits say. And this is also, as you and I know, our tradition. That as you get closer to Allah, you want to be able to see the ayat of Allah in everything. So when you either go to your graduation in a couple of hours, or when you go outside of this building, take a moment and appreciate the beauty of the sky. As a reminder that paradise is even better. Take a moment to look at the trees as a reminder that Allah Ta'ala is even decorating the world around us for our lives. And enjoy the pleasant wind today. MashaAllah, Allah Ta'ala has given us such a wonderful day today as a reminder of the signs of Allah. Because that's what it all comes down to. Telling you, some of my friends are here, mashallah, because their children are now graduating, and they can tell you about the different careers that I've gone through. And this is the lowest pay, but the highest happiness. Okay? And part of that is service, and part of that is service in the way of the divine, and part of that is service for each and every one of you. Of course, when I started here, my hair was completely black. Okay? So now we say it's full of nur, mashallah, because of all of you. Okay? So now let us take a moment and ask Allah Ta'ala for forgiveness. Wa akhir da'wana and alhamdulillah. Na'hmaduhu wa nusalli ala rasulihi al-kareem amma ba'ad. We express our praise and gratitude to Allah Ta'ala and we seek blessings on the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So with that, my beloved brothers and sisters, for many of you, your college careers are coming to a close, but we call it commencement because you are beginning your next phase of life. 
And we have this line among the Jesuits, among the Ignatians, set the world on fire. And what do they mean by that? Change the world. Of course, as Muslims, we cannot say in America to set the world on fire. So what we can say, inshallah, is bring light to the people around you. Right? Just like the example of the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa who is coming in the metaphor, coming to a forest, and he brings a light, and it brings light everywhere. That is what you and I have for everyone else. Because those of us who've also done the social service work, the community projects through the MSA, we've seen how much hunger there is in this society. We've seen how much despondency there is in this society. We've seen how much violence there is in this society. And once again, if you don't take the lead to figure out how to make people's lives better, who will? And do that at least as a way to pay me back. And once you've obeyed your parents by becoming physicians, then also do it that way too. So with that, I remind you of what, the, what Allah Ta'ala says about the Prophet. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa barik wa sallim. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa barik wa sallim. O oh Allah, we call upon you with all of your names to shower your blessings upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and upon his family and upon his companions and extend the blessings and peace upon them. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa qina adhab al-nar. Our Lord, our cherisher, our sustainer, grant us the best of this life and the best of the hereafter and protect us from the fire. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wassalamun ala al-mursaleen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Aqeem as